Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce. Because summer is too good for just salad. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran on this occasion. You can uh, text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow That's the show. Alarming. Follow mm-hmm. the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Don't talk through my professional bit. Well, don't occasion. suggest we're going to get sacked imminently. I yeah. never said that. On this said, well, you did. You said on this occasion. Well, none of it's us. It's like knows. my current wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of and us. And I will knows. talk through. Okay, she will. Um, we've uh, we've had an email actually that I thought we could start with if you're interested. Oh yeah, it's entitled Frank's Bags. Um, I hope this isn't uh, stuff about my days on tour. No. <laughs> okay. Dear Frank, Emily, and Alan, according to Richard Herring's blog, TV and radio comedian Richard Herring, yes, guessing that means. Um, during the recording of Frank's Radio Four History Show on Wednesday I night, convention rival. Uh, Stations. Well, it does other stuff, anyway. But we can mention Radio Sorry, 4, surely. Um, you say, now you've mentioned it again. <laughs> Pardon? I'm going to go one more fine. time, because okay. I like a... a You're ma- you have fingers in a lot of pies, Frank. During the recording of Frank's Radio 4 history show on Wednesday night, Frank refused to leave <laughs> his bags in the dressing room and took them on stage with him, citing the example of Nina Simone, who apparently <laughs> used to take her groceries on stage with her. Is this true? If so, what prompted this curious affectation? I feel the readers would like to know. I like affectation. Mm. <laughs> no, it, um, I, I was speaking to uh, Roland Riveron a few years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, you know that... The, comedian and the former winner of um, Let's Dance for yes. Comic Relief. Mm-hmm. And he was a drummer and he played at Ronnie Scott's with Nina Simone. You know Nina Simone, my baby just kills. Yeah. My baby just kills. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, don't I'm not sure I'd Nina sum up her no. career that quite in that way. That was the life, that was the life. Did you not hear that live version? Not that one, no. Anyway, so, and she <laughs> used to take her... Um, her bags on stage with her because she thought they'd get nicked and then one night she turned up with about five bags of grocery from you know a well known supermarket mm-hmm. Took, that was all under the piano all night Brilliant. one of the first pieces of advice pieces of advice I ever got in this job was an American comic said to me always take your wallet on stage Really? Yeah. I can't do that. I like having empty pockets to do So you leave it in yeah, the dressing room? That. Yeah. That's what we call you, empty pockets. Empty pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Behind your back. <laughs> um, so did you take all your bags on stage then? Well, it was only one bag and uh, and a ukulele. Oh, your autobiography. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yes, it is true. And um, I think that's the first Nina Simone anecdote of... Uh, since midnight on on Absolute Radio. Yep, since midnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there may be more. If anyone's got any Nina Simone uh, anecdotes, well, that could be an interesting text thing. Yeah, couldn't it? The <laughs> biggest guess. Nina, you're right. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Leave me alone. Unexpected item in baggage. Nina <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Simone is stand. She's actually standing on the on the scanning screen. <laughs> so, um, okay. Anything else? Yeah, there's uh, another email that I like. Uh, inventive idea for an everyday problem is its title. 
I recently took my two-year-old grandson, Dylan, to the beach with a friend, and I remember to put sun cream on all my exposed areas, namely my arms and legs, with, of course, liberal, frequent applications of sun cream to my gran- grandson. I'm responsible with children. Yeah. <laughs> We'd been on the beach... Responsible with children sounds like a signature, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it, on a letter. <laughs> We'd been on the beach for most of the day, and it was about three in the afternoon when a burning sensation between my shoulder blades alerted me that there was an area I'd missed. Oh. That night and all the next day, the pain was incredible. My sunburn looked like a purple-red scald, and I was in agony. As I live alone, there was no one I could ask to put cream on my back, and I didn't realise what short arms I had. Oh. I couldn't reach to apply pseudocreme. After sun, I felt would do little, I thought, to alleviate the pain from my third-degree burn. I looked like how I imagine a Tyrannosaurus Rex might do if it had sunburn and access to pseudocrim. It was then that I had an idea. I dug out a foam radiator roller from under the sink, applied pseudocrim to it. Yeah. Radiator roller. Oh. You know, like you would paint behind a radiator with oh. a little device. Oh, I know that. Oh. I, don't, I don't know that. Applied pseudocrim. Paint behind the radiator? What kind of foolishness is that? That's what they do. Um, you've probably got a staff for that part of your life, yeah? Mm. No, we just don't have radiators. <laughs> <laughs> um, I applied pseudochrome to it and rolled my back. It was bliss. Feel free to pass this on to other singles with sunburn in a hard-to-reach place. You're welcome. Well, we would pass it on, but I just feel it's a technique that will be abused. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a little tip here from someone called McTeach... Okay. Hashtag singles tip for sun cream. McTeach sounds like if um, the prime of Miss Jean Brodie was written now, that's what yeah. it would be called, if yes. it was a sort of an e-book. <laughs> well, this is hashtag singles tip. Put the sun cream on the back of your hand and you can access all of your back. Is that right? So you can, reach like more of, you can reach more of the, your back with the back of your hand than with the front of your hand. Interesting. There you go. I'll have to try... Whoa, what is that? Oh, I can't stop it's the back of my hand. <laughs> you think I'd know it better. And Danny Harris has said, read the paint roller tip, I believe bodybuilders use this trick. For, for crea- oil? Crea- so- solution. Oh, oh, is that a joke? No, but he's, he's referring to it as creosote, but that is what they do. That sounds fun, yeah. doesn't it? I, I've got a couple of rolls of Anna Glipter I put, I roll, put on my Glipter, back. Remember Anna Glipter? Oh. She used to be... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally sure what it was. My brother was a decorator, and he always used to say, I need a couple of rolls of Anaglypta. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it was a character in Terrorhawks. Was Arteria a decorator? This is Keith. Oh, Keith, Keith sorry. was a decorator, yeah. Sorry. He had the old, uh, you know, the classic transistor radio with paint drips oh, on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, the badge of the painter and decorator. Indeed. Yeah, so... I think it's um, I think it's wallpaper with with raised oh, sections. Right. Oh yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. A relief. Nice with with the pattern in relief. Mm. There you go. If anyone um, knows what anaglypter is and they want to help me out, I th- but I'm, I think it's going all right. And I know a bit about painting, right? <laughs> Let me tell you something that happened oh, to yeah. me. I I opened um, an art fair in uh, in North London. Yes. Uh, the Hampstead Arts Fair. And they said to me, um, would you mind doing a painting? I said, well, look, I haven't done a painting since school. Can I say, was it one of those things where they said, well, you open the art fair and then you found yourself doing 185 different things? It was a bit like that, but it was, okay. it was, it was, it was all for a good cause. Mm. So um, 
So I said, um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do a painting. So, uh, so I turned up and, um, you know, I love a bit of art generally. I'm not like the Queen. <laughs> queen who mocked that blue horse. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. The Queen, of course, it's all come out. I warned you, what, I warned you about the Queen. Okay, she didn't, the other week she, she, she mocked, <laughs> she mocked a, a painting that someone gave her because the horse was blue. Mm -hmm. She did. In a real old-fashioned area, she, art should be so realistic. Now we've got a picture of her doing a Nazi salute on the front of the newspapers. Mm. Was mm -hmm. I right or was I wrong? <laughs> she kept, I'm not sure the two events were entirely connected. Well, she yeah, kept I mean, that painting, as they kept so many paintings. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Anyway, <clears throat> so I went and I did my uh, painting, and, and as you can imagine, it was extremely poor. But, mm. you know, I gave it my best shot. And I had a lady from Hampstead Art School telling, you know, giving me help, uh, mm. with, you know, saying, you know, you, it'd be good if you did a bit of this and a bit of that. But anyway, I painted it. And um, it was, as you'd guess, if someone hadn't done a painting since school. Then uh, I saw that this event was covered in the local free newspaper, the Camden Journal. Mm -hmm. oh, it had a picture of me on, the, on the cover <laughs> doing my painting. On the cover? <clears throat> yeah. He means front page. <laughs> oh, yes, the front page, and um, and I thought, well, you know, it's it's a good thing because uh, although you know I I can't pay, it's it's nice that that's the whole point of a, something like Hampstead Arts for that everyone mm. can have a go. You know what I mean? It's not about. And then I realised they had photoshopped in a better <laughs> painting with <laughs> a blue horse. Just, <laughs> it was the same scene. But just a much better painting. That's Can gosh. you believe that? That's nice of them. And it's that, not nice it of is. them. They spared your blushes, Frank. What you I have been so happy. Are you kidding me? Of course. It's Everyone a You're a much better artist than you actually are. Oh, but all those people I've said, no, I don't paint, they think, oh, well, he, yeah, that was a lie. Look at that fabulous thing yeah, you did on the front of the camera. I don't think now they'll be looking back on it and thinking, oh, Frank and his false modesty, if they well, know you. They I just, but I, I, I'm part of a deceit that I played, you know, I, I didn't agree to. Well, it's like when Stephen Fry says, oh, I don't know the answer. Was it possibly Socrates? It's yes. that sort of thing, isn't it? Well, I didn't have an earpiece, if that's what you're <laughs> suggesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, but it was, um, anyway, I, I don't want to make a big fuss, cos I've got seven or eight quite well-paid commissions on the strength of it. Yeah. I'm painting, painting Benedict Cumberbatch naked this afternoon. Oh, right. <laughs> he has no idea I can't paint. Um, he's, he's standing up naked, but he's got one of those, you know those 1960s um, ashtrays on a stand? Oh, oh I got love one of those. those. Got one of those in front of him for modesty. <laughs> My idea. Absolute. Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, I, I, my, um, I was on tour last year, you may recall. I think it's all right to plug it now, it's over. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, the film of, uh, of me doing, uh, that, or a shortened version, was on, uh, BBC One last Friday. Oh, I watched I saw it. saw some of it. Yeah. Uh, and I received an email this week oh, from no. um, from uh, Ben Ben Wilshire, the comic artist. Ben, yes. comic book artist. Oh yeah, yeah, comic. Uh, yeah, I okay. think. Yeah, mm -hmm. comic book artist. Oh, you're a comic slash artist now. Well, <laughs> yes, that's true. But uh, there's there's no no oblique in no. this. No I, I, there's I, no I slash in you. I prefer oblique to slash. 
Because oh, okay. Slash, well, anyway, but oblique is, uh, I think that was what it, they used to be called, yes, those uh, diagonal right. sticks. So anyway, um, Ben um, sent me an email saying that his dad, who was in hospital, had been uh, watching um, that gig. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, he, uh, there's a bit towards the end, which is... Um, it gets a bit rude towards I the end. I actually can't... I find that bit unbearable. Yes, <laughs> me too. What was I thinking of? Anyway, it gets... Uh, there's a story about one of those... Um, you know those very low-to-the-ground trolleys oh, that mechanics don't. wear? <laughs> so yes. anyway, um, whilst watching that, apparently he laughed so much that he, he had sp- stitches in his side <laughs> from an operation. You know when people say, I split my sides, uh-huh. laughing... He actually did burst all his <laughs> stitches oh and started my. bleeding. You must be so proud. Well, I said to him, when, he, when, when I read the email, I said I, it triggered a mix of concern, pride and laughter, if only they'd been in that order. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Frank, you can say stitch-burstingly funny. Yes, yeah. I, I could say yeah. that. I noticed it was... It's, it proves my point. You can try and get more sophisticated, but people just want the dirty stuff. Yeah. I don't. I don't think the haiku section has, has put <laughs> anyone in mortal danger. No. <laughs> my boyfriend liked that. I mean, I what if it. he'd watched a gig of me, you know, when I was at my best? <laughs> it killed him. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Why but, do you put yourself down like that? Well, yeah. because... You've done so... You did so well with that little show. Thank yeah. you so much, darling. <laughs> Anyway, my my quote of of the year so far was that Ben actually wrote uh, with no irony, I, no hard feelings for nearly killing my father, <laughs> which is <laughs> not something you often hear, is it? I suppose uh, um, it's the sort of thing that people who work in the medical profession get all the time. But it was a new one on on me, so I was um, did make me wonder point. that maybe the government's right, maybe there shouldn't be light entertainment on the BBC. Oh yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> Poor old BBC. I bet they're hoping for a really bad winter, aren't they? <laughs> Save a few quid on those licences for the other 75s. <laughs> uh, this, is a, this is one of my choices, though, and I, I write notes in my book um, when I, for my choices. So I thought I'd let you know what I wrote about this one. It's called uh, I Can't Explain. And my, my note to myself was, Beach Boys in a Homeless Hostel. <laughs> We have uh, a mystery, uh, what do you call it, fly-tipping, when people put stuff, yes. rubbish oh, in places. Oh, I have problems like that yeah. with a neighbour. Yeah, well, I'm getting it. It's awful. There was a wardrobe, leather armchair. It was it was like the Jack Duckworth's living room outside my oh, house. No. Really? Yeah, I had a massive go at them. That's not all right, this weather, isn't it? I think <laughs> I might have sat out there. Yeah. <laughs> Couple of couple of drinks in the uh, in, in the wardrobe. wardrobe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my beer in the wardrobe here. So what have you done? What's happened? Well, I, I went to uh, put some recycling in the bin. That's the kind of character I am. And um, there was a vacuum cleaner in there. Henry? No, not a Henry. That would have that would have been too upsetting. That grinning face coming out of mm-hmm. the. But no, it was just it was one of those. Um, I don't know what the technical term is, but not an upright. Like a dustbuster. Maybe. Mm. And um, so that was... Uh, I thought, oh, that must be, you know, Kath or the mother-in-law put, put it in the recycling thing. The idiots. 
I thought. Yeah. But I, I thought I'd let you know. I don't. I don't want to interfere. And then there was uh, a bag of rubbish, which is supposed to be in the bin, was just on the floor. And I thought, I mean, come on, was what I actually thought. <laughs> but anyway, so it turned out that um, some uh, mystery person. What? Has, uh, has been uh, must be somebody very near. Who would do that? David Baddiel. Do you think? <laughs> yes, no, save I, on the bills. I don't think. I think it'd be on eBay if it was uh, <laughs> David Baddiel. Yeah, but he's he, in the line of suspicion, isn't he? Well, he's he's you know he's he's the other end of the road. I don't know if he'd walk that far to do it. Okay. Um, but somebody in my road is thinking. Well, I don't want this to be my problem anymore. I want it to be someone else's problem. So they're moving it's it terrible. to your bins. Yeah. How far apart are these houses? Is well, I don't know. If I knew how far apart, I'd know who's no, I mean, doing it. No, I your houses. I don't know your street. How well, I'm, we were joined on one side and then yeah. separate on the other. Oh. But it's really got on my nerve. I'm thinking of keeping a, a, a vigil, an all-night vigil. All-night vigil. I don't mean with candles like and webcam. stuff, singing We Shall Overcome. <laughs> I mean, I... That wouldn't turn you into a lunatic <laughs> neighbour, would it? Look, I've already nearly it's killed... Mad, mad I've nearly killed on. once this week. <laughs> Once you get a taste for it. <laughs> <laughs> i just got this image of you up all night with this wild, wild-eyed stare. But justice is important, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Um, I'd say that was I quite a be, worrying you know, turn of events when regret, you started talking I like might, that. I might regret that quote if I do <laughs> kill someone in the near future. Justice is important. <laughs> well, justice is important. <laughs> it's just um, not something a friend normally says in everyday conversation. No, no I decided at the last minute in, in uh, prefixing it with the word <laughs> vigilante. <laughs> <laughs> Justice is important, yeah. Justice is important. Okay. I agree with that. Don't you ever have to fantasise about, you know, oh, okay. something like that happens? Oh, yes. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever have the harpoon gun fantasy? <laughs> no, I haven't had the harpoon gun fantasy. Similar to me. The harpoon gun fantasy is that you suddenly like in a case like this, I emerge from behind the recycling <laughs> bin at four in the morning. They run away and I go and you hear that as as the rope because the rope's connected uh, and then right. it hits them in the back and then you can pull them you can pull <laughs> nice. them back towards you you don't have to go across the road to their house you can just pull them back very good and I wonder who would come across as in the wrong and slightly unhinged then yeah well I don't know with the current government I think I've got a fair chance of uh, <laughs> getting away with it there'll be a public outcry might be half I think that's the way things are going this is Frank Skinner absolutely uh, yeah, I'm angry about it. I'm angry about the fly tipping. Yeah. Well, we've had some... Readers have had some fly tippers. What about... You know the old Punishment Fit the Crime, the Gilbert and Sullivan song? Punishment Fit the Crime. I was thinking, what about if I colonically irrigated them with their own vacuum cleaner? Mm-hmm. Hey? Yeah. Brilliant. Once you've got the waste product out, go for the heart. See if you can get the heart down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all I did was... <laughs> Uh, sorry, we've had. I know we've had. Uh, Katrine says, Frank, long time reader, first time writer here. We too have had a phantom dumper. Just last week, we've had a fluorescent yellow newspaper trolley. I rather like the sound of that. What is that? Mm, oh, like a um, trolley. You know those sort of big, thick, waterproof bag things that they carry around free papers in with little <laughs> wheels. You know those. Oh, 
I know what you Almost mean. Almost like yeah. an old school paperback. Yes. Do they have wheels now as I well? Do like have a wheels thing. People, no, people that's, don't that's carry their own stuff The obesity anymore. crisis. People don't carry anything. I think you're right, Frank. They but drag. I did not expect this to be a public service broadcaster. <laughs> I know, but people just drag <laughs> stuff. The pale paper kid with his thing. Now he's got it on wheels. Yeah, the laziness of the rucksack generation. Yeah, carry your um, own stuff. A travel cot and a bedside cabinet dumped behind our house. Not that phantom, though, as we know which neighbour it is. Oh. He was also seen in broad daylight, I love an in broad daylight, emptying junk from his garage into two other neighbours' bins. Oh, no. It seems fairly harmless, but it was big items, curtain rails, vertical <laughs> blinds. What's this all about? Yes, it's... it's order, is this? It's... It's always interesting cases, like well, when people talk about litter or people that's done something, you always yeah. think, you always talk and everyone says, oh, it's an outrage, but there must be people at home now thinking, good on him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him, what's wrong with that? Well, another reader has said, talking about fly-tipping, it's really horrible, but a friend of ours recently put their old fridge outside their house, hoping that someone would assume it worked and take it away. Mm. It didn't work, it was still there the next day, so she put a sign on it saying £25. It was gone the following morning. Strangely enough, they didn't leave £25. That's an interesting uh, mm. idea. It yeah, is. I like that conceit. And a rare, th- rare non-pun from Ian Angel there. That was from Ian... That, that was, was Mangle. That was the angle. angle. Oh, Angel, maybe Angel is his non-punning self. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like yeah. um, Dusty Springfield and whatever her name was, something O'Brien. And she used to talk about the, the real name as if that was her normal yes. non-showbiz. Oh. I like it when Angle... Uh, angel. Slash Angel goes a bit Oblique. money matters. <laughs> it's a bit like a caller into Lorraine. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, it's, I, I think though you have to be super careful about getting rid of fridges, don't you? Don't they? Don't they um, oh, kill yeah. polar bears? Because obviously like polar bears are attracted to them. You can't just dump them now. You have to no. sort of. Yeah. There you go. You Definition. heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so what have we done? This link. Carry your own stuff and be careful of how you dispose of your old fridge. Yeah, we're basically saving the planet. Yeah. I knocked on my mother-in-law's door. The other oh night. God! I know. I do not like the start. But of in the story. end, in the end, she had to let me out. <laughs> <laughs> I knocked, oh, Les lives on. I knocked on my uh, mother-in-law's door, and uh, no answer. Well, of course, what? there was no answer. She was absolutely terrified. And then I heard what? What? And I said, "Lukewarm." <laughs> now. It was um, actually. Were you, were you playing a game of hot or colder where <laughs> people try and find something? Well, I wondered if the neighbours heard this, what would they think? It was it was me weather forecast. All right. So in case she was laying her clothes out before she went to <laughs> to bed, or or um, I thought, you know, is he keeping her posted on his new stage name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what it was actually, we'd been doing the uh, the crossword. Oh, no. we had one clue to go. Oh. And uh, we'd been on it for like 20 minutes, and in the end, we were both exhausted. And I went to bed, and then uh, lying in bed in the darkness, it suddenly came to me. Waiting for fly tippers. I couldn't wait till the next morning. I just, yeah, exactly. So I went into the house. Um, yeah, but I was I was genuinely excited. Oh, isn't it lovely when you get one of those clues? It would sound like a very middle class argument, wouldn't it? Lukewarm! <laughs> That's you! <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. 
I as you know I'm the owner of um, the world's premier fountain pen the peerless one yes. oh, yeah. is it still going is it oh god yes it'll go forever I think <laughs> you refill them you know oh no you yeah. not familiar that, and you know Yuri Geller it sounded a bit like you refill them it sounded like a name oh okay uh, I uh, but I, I will still use a ballpoint oh mm. um, most notably and people um <laughs> He's got, a, he's got a peerless one two five, but he will also write with a biro. Yeah. I'll, I, you know, I'll, I'll step down now and again. <laughs> it real, aren't you? Certainly. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like that. Sometimes you think maybe a hooded top today. Yes. Why not? Yeah. So um, I tend to write with a uh, a crystal one point six millimeter. Yeah. Which I think I've spoke to you about before. Yeah. Yes, at great length. I seem to recall. It's um, it's it's the queen of the ballpoints. Did you buy oh. a big box of them or something? What, did that, what does it salute regularly? Can I say I did get a box of 100. Did you really? You did. Yeah. Mm. How much is that, Frank? Do you know? Well, it was an eBay thing. It's cheap. <laughs> you love eBay. Why are you going on eBay? <laughs> I think that you need a, a, a good deal of confidence to buy biros on eBay. What about if they'd all been used? <laughs> but, there, do you really buy pens on eBay? Yeah. I bought a box of... Uh, to uh, paraphrase yourself, you're a multi-millionaire. <laughs> well, so what? <laughs> I'm not actually a multi. No, I know. You but know even I mean. so, yes, I could afford... Well, I don't know, what, what are you saying? I should afford to go to the shop. Well, yeah. Well, I don't, don't want to go to the shop on. for a box of biros. Why do you even <laughs> buy biros? Why don't you just get them where you yeah, are? Yeah. Well, I, guess, I mean, you go in offices all the time. Because you could have a few from Room 101 each time you go in. Because once you've used the crystal 1.6mm, <laughs> <laughs> the other biros, you know, they're a bit scratchy. If there's one, one of, truly one of my great hates in life is in, the, the intermittent writing of a biro. Oh, really? You know those when you start writing this and then it... This is hell. Oh. The thief and the miser I'm stuck between. I ha no, really. <laughs> Don't mind, I'm getting dragged into this. But anyway, um, when you get them new as well, which I didn't realise, they have like a little wax coating on the ball. They don't. Oh. Yeah, so I started writing with it, nothing, and I thought, that's oh. it, I've, I've been... Um, You've been I've been gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the great eBay's pen scam, bio yeah. scam. But then I realised you have to peel a little wax cover off the ball no to, really? that protects it. And then... I so anyway, I've been writing with this pen from wax to wane, oh, and good. it finally last last week, week before, uh. it stopped writing, and I looked and it was empty. And you know, of all the biros I've written with, I have never followed one through the full extent oh. of its of its life. How long would you say it's lasted you that one? Well, a week? No, no, more than that. Probably, okay, sorry, probably, I'm not familiar with probably the three, life. Probably about three weeks. But it's quite emotional to follow one all the way yeah. through. It's a bit like, you know that 7-Up series? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. And, um, you know, usually you, you, you acquire a biro sort of accidentally, yeah. and it's halfway through its cycle, you never really know. But mm. to... to, to, to to be out there at the un the unwaxing. Yeah, yeah, you knew it as a young'un. And then, um, it yeah. is, I feel like I've yeah. watched it grow. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you get them, they're sort of already rounded individuals. <laughs> but I was there for its first word. Wow. Literally. <laughs> that is nice. And it was really beautiful. And I've, for its dying breath. I've never watched the full cycle of, of a biro before. And, uh, That's oh, age for you. Yeah, exactly. It's, oh... 
I'm, I'm a little bit. Can you hear oh, my voice? He's welling up. He's welling up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I am a bit. Ooh. Yeah. Beautiful. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show. I like it. <laughs> Text the show on um, eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or well, I don't know. Email the show. Why don't you via? I say via the Absolute Radio website. Mm-hmm. Do you get that? Text eight twelve. Okay. Now, I don't want the excitement levels to rise too much, but we've had a lot of correspondence in regarding biros. Ah, well, ballpoints in well, general. I'm so okay, sorry. I'm biro, I'm I believe. Child. Is, is biro a brand name? I don't know, but you could well be right. Mm. Anyway, uh, Nature's Way has tweeted us to say, I bought a pack <laughs> of Uniball Signo gel pens. Okay. 0.7. They're the best you can buy. (laughs) 0.7, that's thin, isn't it? No missing bits with these smooth rollers. Bye-bye, Crystal. Oh. It's um, interesting you say it's thin, because I had a go on a Crystal 1.6 last week that you said, oh, they're the best buy Smooth ride. Oh. Big, fat, big, thick nib in it. It's like a thick... Nib? Nib, you call it? Yeah, like the end bit. The end bit. The ball. it's like a bouncy it's ball a or ball. something. It's enormous. I use the Pentel uh, calligraphic pen. Do you? Oh, dear, that's an artist pen, oh, isn't it? well, quite. Well. Quite. Well, look, um, we've all, we've, I think what we've, we've found out is we're all different. Well, we, you, you told your anecdote about seeing one through from its first word to its last, and... Um, you it's call th- it an a- anecdote. I call it a... Well, I, I would call a it saga. a... heartbreaking <laughs> tale of... Whoa, mm. a damascene damas- moment. It's the first thing you've done that I thought deserved that sad music like they used to do on uh, Radio 1. That's some Julie's pancreas fell off. <laughs> yeah. Frank's pen ran out. Oh, boo hoo. Frank, Annie QPR, who's one of our regulars, says I used to sell those biros. They are hexagonal, so they won't roll off a desk. I thought all um, biros were. Well, not all, but the majority point? were. Did you um, want to say ball? Annie ball has pints. also said no. Byro is a family name. Oh, is it? Yes. Yes. So okay. You're correct. Um, anyway, we've also heard they've, from they've all got flat um, sides to them, and they said they don't roll. Or this generally, one, this one here's got a round one. I don't know if you can all hear that. That's, That's Robbie's good radio, isn't it? Come on. Yeah, it, maybe, yeah. We shouldn't get too deep into the world of the ballpoint. <laughs> I don't think well, so. Well, you say uh, that, but Marie says, I just wanted to say I was given a Papermate pen. Oh, I remember with the pulsing heart. Yes. So that it, um, <laughs> you could write up online on your back. No. Yes. I was given it for my 18th birthday. I thought it was really posh at the time. I still have it now, and it still works. I turned 47 last week. Goodness me. But she must have had refills. Oh, she's had refills. At her age. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, that's great. But a paper mate, eh? Oh, I yeah. loved a paper mate. But the um, Parker, I mean, uh, I've got a Parker. Yeah, like, well, well, everyone has now. When Michael Parkinson started giving them away, <laughs> <laughs> we've also had a text, uh, an email rather, from nine two one Frank et al. Et al. Uh, good. Uh, your crystal biro anecdote has genuinely heartened my Saturday morn. I'm a teacher and I often buy multi packs. He's put in brackets, pronounce that I. <laughs> multi packs <laughs> of varied colours to mark. 
purple pink aqua blue form marking purple. i too have been at the start of many of their young vibrant lives but so rarely see them through to the loss of life <laughs> occupational hazard i guess isn't that nice it's it is. all well done Some oh closure. i like 91 oh that that is nice i can uh I can smell, I can smell the children's B.O. coming from that <laughs> email. You know when you walk into a class? Oh, they don't know, they don't understand. They yet. don't care, why should they? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we need to talk, I think. It's no, a radio we're going show. to. Okay. I'm just... Well, I'm thinking, you're taking a breath. This, um, biro correspondence slash okay. ballpoint pen. Should we have one oh, last, yeah. one last biro... Well, we have confirmation in that Biro was a Czech engineer. I believe it's Laszlo Biro. Laszlo who needed to find Biro. a way to write with ink in space. Why did he have to write with ink in space? Why couldn't he use a pencil? That, isn't that what happened? Is the, I thought the Americans spent years to trying to develop a, a, a pen that could mm. write in space, and then the Russians used the pencil. Maybe that's an urban myth, but that's what they always used to well, say. Well, that sounds like a lot of the propaganda that was going on at the time of your childhood. No, don't start slagging off the Soviets. When that email <laughs> just said that you can write lying down using a biro, I thought, well, that's the joy of a pencil. I occasionally write lying down using a pencil. Do you know? Mm. In fact, I've often thought I should buy... What, mid-love should... mid sketching? Yeah, yeah exactly. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought of learning Russian, Frank? <laughs> you changed um, the subject. Yeah. You well, I was love sketching. I, was, I just uh, remember, you know, there's a famous a vogue for everyone learning Russian in the sort of seventies and eighties. So all these people learnt Russian, and to and no difficult. good use, really. I was in uh, Cologne with uh, the um, comedian and poet Tim Key. I thought you were going to say with the German Chancellor. <laughs> and we were um, <laughs> we were on a train, and I know a bit of little tiny bit of German from school. Oh. But there was two Russian women on there, and he he just started suddenly speaking in fluent no. Russian. And you know when you you know That's someone and you've oh. never heard the foreign language, it's like Adrian Charles does it on the phone. So Adrian's saying, "Oh well, you know the Albion, the uh, oh it's me, mum, hold on, It's very, you know, it's quite exciting. Yeah, wow. I think he just, um, I think he just speaks backwards. Yeah. <laughs> So was, he was doing it with the Russian, was he, then? Yeah, and it oh. is it is quite an impressive-sounding oh. uh, language. I see them in a different um, light when they speak another language. I think yeah. I think it's very impressive. I'd love to hear you with the German. I'd love that. I did go up <laughs> to... Um, Lina, is that what you said? I did go up to a woman and said, wie kommen ich am besten zum uh, der uh, Automuseum? Oh, was it straight to the hotel room? <laughs> <laughs> yes, she said... What? <laughs> <laughs> this was, did I tell you this was in Coventry? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you were no. Going to the auto work. museum. What's um, the auto museum? The car. It's like a auto car. Man. Like a car. Car museum. Car museum. museum. Auto. <laughs> yeah, I thought that bit, you might have got that bit. <gasps> oh, oh, my phone's going off. That's your oh, phone. It's the <laughs> least professional thing that's ever happened I'm so sorry. in the history of broadcasting. <laughs> Bear it. I'm putting it. Oh, right. Frank, up that's there. terrible, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> what were you telling us about your um, art, lovemaking art? Oh, no, I was just uh, I was thinking I should buy in bulk those little mechanical pencils, you know, the ones that you click. Oh, and yeah. Then, and then I could just always use pencils, not write with pens at all. I find it hard to retract with those. <laughs> 
Once the lead's out, I can't get it back no. in again. You put it in your pocket, it's through the lining, snapped oh, off. I never even thought of the ramifications of this as a... I just well, didn't think it through, frankly. This, this is one of the great things about spare time. Yeah? She <laughs> get old. <laughs> Will you speak a bit German to me later? Yeah, OK, oh, I'll try. Goodness. I don't know. I, I, not today of all days. <laughs> with the, big <laughs> <laughs> the revelations in the newspaper. <laughs> Here's the thing. I am probably, of the three of us on this panel, I'm the least in the know about One Direction. I don't know any of their names, but I do know that one of 1D has gone the wrong D recently. <laughs> um, and he's, uh, he's... If he'd gone the wrong D... <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's, uh, he's, he's going to be a One Daddy, uh, apparently. Yeah, because there's always got to be the first... The first one first direction the to, to, to Father. No, of course there was. Yeah, and he was actually. Can I just say he was always my personal favourite. Was he? Yeah. Uh, see, I remember that when, now, when it not? happened with the the oh. spices. Do you remember yeah. when they started having kids? You think, well, you know, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Not in these circumstances, but, surely. Uh, how old is um, Louis? Twenty-three, from, I believe. Mm, I mean, it's not. It's not going to be premature. Like, you're not going to be the youngest dad at the school gates, depending no. on where he lives. No. Like. What about Certainly when one of the, one of the papers ones. had a caption saying, 33 tattoos and a baby on the way? Yeah. I mean, that was a good film, wasn't it? <laughs> it's a weird... That was, it's you a funny follow-up. You Grant wasn't in that one. He it's said, a weird oh, this, job this becoming a ridiculous... Uh, for the journalists, they have to go through all the old photographs yeah. and count up all the tattoos. It's a strange little bit of Harry's, research. Harry's got 52. That'll, that'll be some that's just the age. No, he's got 52 <laughs> that'll tattoos. That'll be an office junior gets that job. And he get, they'll just slam it on yeah. his desk. Stevie, <laughs> I want to know how many tattoos Louis got and I want to know in the next 30 minutes. OK, move it! That's, a, that's what's life like in the modern journalist thing, case you. Was there any good headlines? I was thinking, should it not have been one conception? Oh. No. no yeah, that's a good one, Frank. Nobody good. did that. No. What, what is it with these people? I wouldn't... They, they missed out on the big... When Hilary Duff got pregnant, they missed out on the <laughs> <Yeah>. obvious. <laughs> I'd, if only Mary Berry was younger, because oh. I'd love a revival of Bonnie in the Oven. Oh, yeah. Oh, you never hear that anymore, do you? I know. It's a bit of a modern relationship, this one. I think they had what they call, the young people call them, is it hookups? It's over the brush. A hookup. Yeah. Oh, certainly. A hookup. A brief fling, was what? it? Two, two dates. A hookup. What I've heard. Two dates. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So in real terms, probably one. Mm. It's weird, though, because I, I, I've i not had much in the way of psychic experiences in my mm. life. Mm. But, you know, some pe psychic people say, if you speak to... A woman once said to me, you've got an incredible aura. Oh, yeah. And, oh. um... I was with Rita Rora. Did I tell you oh. that? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I missed that part. I always miss that part of the anecdote, people. Mm. No, I was... I, she said, you've got an incredible aura, she said. And, um... And she, and I said, oh, well, what does that mean? And she told me, and and I, and she said, you know, you're you're psychic. I can tell you. She said, we're all psychic in various levels. And I've always thought that's nonsense. But mm. I read that he um, he'd had the, um, a bit of a, a short term, shall we call it, relationship with um, uh, Brianna. 
Youngworth. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. the, the sty- stylist Brianna Youngworth. Mm-hmm. And a vision came into my head of stylist Brianna Youngworth. Um, of sort of, you know, blonde hair, short skirt, um, in great shape. I saw a picture of her and, by golly, if she didn't look exactly like that. Wow. <laughs> That's too much of a coincidence, that isn't is it? amazing, yeah. yeah. I'm starting to think there might be a stage act in this. You need to harness <laughs> this talent. It'd be a shame if I'll you tell you, a mate of mine saw a spiritualist in Watford, and uh, the guy came on, and, and he, he was struggling, and he said, D, D, the letter D, does letter D mean anything to anyone? Nothing. The letter D, the letter D. And then he said, it's coming through, D- Dad. <laughs> 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 That's desperation, isn't it? So my next... I think that's what uh, it was, D for desperation. Um, yeah. I, my next choice um, is, uh, it's called, uh, um, it's by Happy... And I've written on this one. I think I can read this out. Have I got the right one? Colour, happiness. Oh, Hold on, just stick with me. Stick with me, I'm not being helped. I'm not being helped by my people. Oh, I can't find it. Oh, oh that's, I'm so what disappointed. Play it and then tell us. Okay, but it's not the same, is he? I'm just trying. To oh help. God, he's going to go down that road. You sound like me. Oh, it's not the same. I just want is live. It? Don't you just want live to work? Isn't? Don't you get that feeling? Forget it. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. If anything, I think this whole story about um, her getting pregnant shows what a good stylist oh, she is. Oh, can we say the P it? word? What pregnant? <laughs> don't, don't hammer it home. It's a medical term. It's what a bit of a Yeah, but you know, it's breakfast television. People don't want their noses rubbing in it. <laughs> you, th- you think in the previous link when we said that he was expecting a baby, people didn't realise that there might be a pregnancy yeah, involved. Oh, that, it's all that words. Word now. Okay. Can't we say gravid? <laughs> 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 all right. Well. The fact that she's in the family way, I yes. know, like, He prefers uh, the little twee 50s yeah, yeah. euphemism. Well, gravity like is a good term. Okay, isn't we'll it? do gravity. From the same darling. root as gravity. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Indeed, she's gravid. Um, and oh, this will make her sound very modern. Worse. Let's go gravid. <laughs> Um, I think, in a way, it just proves what a good stylist she is. She must be amazing at her job, because she probably gave him loads of clothes and he put them on and she went, oh, my God, you look amazing. <laughs> Let's take it all back off. Oh, yeah. And oh. I, wonder if, I wonder if, as she took all his clothes back off, she uh, hung them up properly, maybe next Can to Can I just say, I have seen a couple of photographs. I was, I was a little surprised to hear she was a stylist, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> my kind of stylist, and I mix with... Um, I do think it was interesting. One Can I say, speaking of stylists, by yeah. the way, just while I remember this, last oh, night... Oh, we're not right now, but anyway. Cass was playing uh, the, the Smiths to bars last night. Oh. Uh, uh, and it was, you know, hang the DJ, hang the DJ, hang mm-hmm. the DJ, hang the DJ, hang the DJ. And afterwards he said, hang the DJ over and over and over. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, um, that sounds like he's working in Moss Bros. Oh, Got nothing. Yes. No, not oh. a laugh from the household. So. Oh well. And that's why I'm um, I'm, I'm living in a hotel at the moment. <laughs> 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 Nightmare. Uh, one of the friends said he'd split up with his long-term girlfriend. You see, recently. Mm. Did you know this? I didn't. I mean, four years she hung in there. Really? Bit of a someone in one direction went out with someone for four Something years. Like that, wasn't it? The young people will know. Wow. Sarah will know. Wow. 
But one of the friends said, well, it's just very hard when he's away up to nine months of the year. I thought, well, if you're going to have a time reference, don't say no. nine months, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rub her face in it, or what? They do, they work them, though. They do work those pop kids. They oh, do. the kids. I was oh, wondering God. who you are talking about. No, but they get about. money now. It's not like Bros. They don't no. get ripped off. No, but they, um, well, it is like Bros. Mm. <laughs> they're all a bit like Bros, aren't they? But, um, yeah, they really do. They, uh-huh. they're, they're, um, their schedules... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are, are horrific. A little bit of sympathy there for the boy. <laughs> uh-huh. We'll come back to it's like an after, after these messages. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. There's a documentary about the Rolling Stones on Absolute Radio tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Oh, I'm actually uh, talking heads on it. Oh, yeah. As Nina Simone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll admit them. We'll admit they're all do that. Oh. These are crazy boys. <laughs> yeah, oh, they, you made us sound like it's terrible. I did it over the phone. They, didn't, they had no <laughs> idea it wasn't me. Wait till they see the obituaries. <laughs> anyway. Louis. What are we going to do about Louis? Louis, Louis. Louis actually gave us an inadvertent spoiler alert because I think three years ago he tweeted an April Fool's joke where he said, I'm going to be a dad. And and he gave the game away somewhat then. Can I... um, That's unfortunate, isn't it? When I Mm. heard that, that that had happened, I suspected that most people who heard that would have thought... What One Direction were famous three years ago. <laughs> but when I read it, I thought, Twitter? Three years ago? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They both seem unlikely events. Yeah, yeah. One Direction have been big for three years. Yeah. Who won that year? Here's a quiz question. What? The year that uh, One Direction were on X Factor. Who oh. won? Um, Sam thingy. Was it the woman? No, um, I don't know. Matt, Matt Cardle. It was know. Matt Cardle. Oh, was it? It was. Oh. I don't even know who any of them are. How did I do that? You could argue that they've done better than him. Could you? Frank, what about when I turned it into a Steve Wright thing and I clapped? Oh, no, that was Charlie great. producer joined in. Yeah. That was nice. And yeah. Cochrane's here this afternoon. I got a little warm glow then when you did that. Well, maybe we should do that. Yeah, all you should have gone during the break. <laughs> <laughs> What about when he tweeted that, though? That's embarrassing. He said, wow, so? going to be a dad. Well, it is, because he was saying, oh, the idea's so preposterous, I'm a young buck. But now it, what's happened? Yeah, because saying in the paper, the joke's backfired, and you think, <laughs> three, three years? years. <laughs> three years is a long gestation <laughs> for a backfiring of jokes. When I, wow. when I die, someone's going to say, oh, he did a joke about dying in uh, 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, that's come back to haunt him. Or is he going to come back to haunt him? Oh. Can we do that again, Steve? <laughs> I, I caught the haunting thing. It got too confusing. I think, in terms uh, of Steve. jokes... Steve? <laughs> I'll say, can we... Steve, are you there? I mean, where are you? Oh, Steve, are you? Um, sorry, carry <laughs> on. It was, on a, it was about as successful as your April Fool's joke when about you ran quoi? up... Ste- no, it was worse than that. <laughs> and you said, the toilet's broken. Yes, the toilet's leaking. The toilet's leaking. And then you said, the car's been stolen. Yeah, the car's been stolen. But if the car is stolen in three years' time, I'm going to have egg on my yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, you are. Come back to haunt Those are your two worst jokes. Um, my mate told me... <laughs> <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> my mate told me when we were teenagers... Your mate. Uh, you told you. No, my mate... <laughs> 
Uh, People always say my mate when it's them. It's honestly not me. <laughs> That's um, not Alan's style. He had he's, a, not a lazy he's got multi personality disorder. I've told he you. Had a, he had a girlfriend. 41 characters. Twitter, they call him at the hospital. <laughs> he had a girlfriend when he was a teenager, and he was going away to Scarborough for three days and left his oh, mum a note saying, Oh, I've gone to Scarborough. By the way, Alison is pregnant. And just went. Oh, there he goes again with the. Oh. With the word. But there wasn't <laughs> even mobile phones then for the mum to phone up go, this better be a joke. <clears throat> no. That's a, a different time, isn't it? When you can't text saying, come on, let me off the hook here. Apparently you can't say pregnant either. No, it's oh. a strange word to get all uppity about. It's, um, so it was a joke. He was kidding, yeah. Oh, but good. he so wasn't in on one him. direction. He wasn't on Twitter. It wasn't 1D territory. Oh, he wasn't in one direction? No, no, no. He was just you a, never said that at the beginning. Just a no. I was on a, I was on a <laughs> false thread. <laughs> yeah, it's, um... Have you ever had a joke about fire, Frank? I can't imagine. Oh, settle yourself down. <laughs> <laughs> his whole life. Well, I nearly wow. killed somebody this week with one. <laughs> yeah, that was that's, a success. Yeah. That's a joke about firing. What about my Moss Bros one? <laughs> I did one. I was on a show with Alan uh, this week. Oh, Alan? Me. Yeah. Oh. And uh, I did a joke which I thought was a brilliant joke. Oh, yeah. How was it then? I so, was we're talking about Burke and Hare. You know Burke and Hare, oh, the grave, the famous grave, grave robbers. Grave robbers, yeah. And I said, yeah, they, they, they died. They were, they were ripped to pieces by Greyfriars Bobby. Oh, okay. right. Now, there were grave robbers. Greyfriars Bobby the dog guarded his owner's yes, grave, and yes. they all operated in Edinburgh. So it yes. was a brilliantly, oh. cleverly nothing from the audience. Oh, dear. <clears throat> and I thought it should be like in cricket. You can go to the third umpire <laughs> <laughs> and say, can we just w- run through that joke again? Uh-huh. And, 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 and they say, oh, no, actually, it was funny, and then they have to laugh. Yeah. Or, you know, Orkoy on the on the tennis. So the crowd, this so just did that joke again. The crowd go, ooh, <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> but no, you don't get a second chance in this crazy business. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Zero um, zero three. Roland River, by the way, told me that when he did that series, of, he did a week at Ronnie Scott's with. Um, Nina Simone. Is one night she came out with the bags, sat down, lifted up the lid of the piano, and went. I don't think so. Just put the <laughs> lid down and went off. Wow! Didn't play. Oh, Brilliant. I love that. I'm going to do that here one morning. But I said, you know, there'd be people be gutted, but now they're the people with the great story. The people yeah. who were there that night. Yeah. Apparently, Larry David did that as well. You know the. Writer of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, Frank knows that. He loves an American love, box set. He loves a box set. Oh, it's like that episode of uh, Curb Your... Apparently right. he went on as a stand-up and went, mm, not tonight. <laughs> Just went. <laughs> what do you think of that, Frank? Not as cool. Um, you liked it better when it was Nina Simone, didn't you? Well, well Burke, <laughs> Burke and Hare, apparently they just lifted up the lid one night and said, <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Actually, nah, as I believe the phrase. No. Don't you remember when one of five said that to me? <laughs> he sh- he looked at me. I was at the I was at some awards music ceremony thing, and he just as I was walking past, one of them went, "Oh, what about her?" They went, Actually, no. Uh. <sighs> oh. Awful. But you know, we're all we've all got different tastes. Mm. Do you think the guys from One Direction got advice from um, the people in the boy band A One? You know, because it's directions. Oh, yeah. A1. Oh, I used to love oh. A1. One Direction and A1. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Like, do you think the lads from Blue got advice from Deep Purple? <laughs> well, this is... Uh, <laughs> I like this advice thing. 
Alan's Advice Corner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it. What else you got? That's it, I'm out. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> the worst joke to backfire was on me. Uh-oh. Which was when I did an April Fool on a family friend, a Canadian gentleman. Okay. It's not relevant that he was Canadian, but he was. Mm-hmm. And we had cookies on a plate. Was he a famous actor? No. Okay. Uh, the only person that we knew who wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and we decided that it would be humorous to put a, uh, a rubber cookie from the joke shop on the plate. Excellent work. And he, no, he bit into it. And he went, oh, my tooth! <laughs> oh, no. He was in terrible agony. And I got in trouble. It I got sent him. to bed with no dinner party. Oh. <laughs> the worst, <laughs> the worst the punishment. The Emily teen childhood punishment <laughs> of them all. I mean, that's what I, was, that was what I was threatened with all the way through my childhood, but I never actually got that. They were always saying, you won't be allowed to the dinner party, Alan, if you keep that up. That's the worst punishment you can imagine. <laughs> oh, that's very marvellous. <laughs> you see, I've been loath to speak after that because it's going to be after the Lord Mayor's show. Thank God for the adverts. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our show on 8.12.15. You can follow our show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email our show via the Absolute Radio website. Do you know what we haven't talked about this morning? One of my favourite characters of the week, El Chapo. Do you know who that is? El Chapo. Oh, El Chapo. Yes, I do. El Chapo is the, uh, the cartel leader who was responsible for what I'm calling the Great Escape. Yes. I mean, hats off to him. Yes, he's a, a, a Mexican... Um, He's a drugs lord, there's no... He's a drugs lord. He's strung out. I don't know if he was, but he certainly sold to some people that were. Is that... You seem to have intricate knowledge of his business. I'm trying to look after his reputation there, Alan Cochran. I don't know if he was. Hold on a minute. El Chapo apologist. I don't think he's going to sue me. Oh, do you don't you don't no, think I imagine he's, he's got... a man who thinks justice is uh, quite important <laughs> as well. <laughs> he might sue you. Apparently he's quite wealthy. He's, yes. He's well, worth the a tunnel. billion. He spent 50 million on that tunnel. Yeah. I mean, we, should, knocks... we should say, should yes, a we brief should. summary. Yes. He was in prison for his um in Mexico. Yeah. And um I believe it's called the Ante- uh, Al- Altiplano. Okay. And he um, he escaped from prison, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, there's something a, there's something a bit yeah. ex- exciting oh, about it. Any, any prison escape, mm-hmm. and uh, certainly with a tunnel involved, yeah, with a bike, a motorbike in the tunnel, <laughs> a, yeah, a mini moped. I mean, to be honest, I think that is unnecessary. It's a bit banana looked, split. That, that tunnel. <laughs> It was a bit E.T. getaway. It was so babyish. That's why I loved it. The the thing is, it's under a mile long, the tunnel. You think you could have just walked that and not had to have a motorbike in it. Yeah, he doesn't walk a mile. Well, they could have put a bicycle in then. Why did he have to have a motorbike? He didn't spend all those years standing on street corners. Saying, oh, so you, you want the, uh, you doing all that. <laughs> so now I have to walk down his own escape tunnel. No. It was so not. clever, though. Thing Apparently is, it had lights, Al. And then as he went past, each light went off. The oh, sad that's thing. clever. The sad like thing. In a, like in a big hotel corridor. <laughs> like, like a burglar <laughs> thing. Save money. He yeah. feels happy with a burglar light. <laughs> but I imagine that in, in a 
circus somewhere in Mexico, there was a monkey in a pseudo-military <laughs> uniform saying to the ringmaster, I don't know where it's gone, I parked it outside the caravan. <laughs> <laughs> Came back to get it, has gone. But, He's uh, asking for trouble, though, because when they recapture him, they're going to oh, yeah. do him for escaping and yeah. riding a motorcycle without the correct paperwork, <laughs> aren't they? He's, He's just put another couple of years on his sentence, probably. What about that tunnel? A mile long. Why didn't they think it was suspicious that they had a construction site so near yeah. the bridge? Oh, we built a nice penthouse flat. Beautiful. <laughs> Why would there be a construction site? I think site there was opposite? a suggestion, and we, we, this is well, this yes. is allegedly that yes. he may have bribed some of the guards yeah. at the oh. prison to just put the radio up really loud yeah, so to that they couldn't it. hear the um, nor the dust bulldozing going on. Well, surely, when they saw that transistor radio with the paint drips, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. He got down through a hole in the shower. This is what gets me. Yeah. Now, I can't get water down the hole in my shower. <laughs> but they've really, got a person. I, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm always at it with Mr Muscle and the plunger and all that. It's a nightmare oh, just God. from my own hair. Well, they dr- <laughs> there was a 32-inch shaft that went down to the tunnel. So how did it get down there in a sombrero? <laughs> 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 I love your 70s world view. <laughs> uh but he said uh, he used a sparrow as well, didn't he? To test the air quality. And they found it. That's when he'd it gone, he left it as a sort of calling card. It was alive, we should say, animal yeah, it lovers. Was a, it was asleep um, in the bin. Yeah, he wouldn't yeah. kill a sparrow. No. It's wrong, though, isn't it? A sparrow. Surely it should have been a minor bird, isn't it? A minor bird that they used Canaries. to use. Yeah, but you can't, you can't trust a minor because they talk. <laughs> also, <laughs> they sing like a canary, aren't Yeah, they'd have been interrogating <laughs> that. The reason they didn't use a minor bird is that it's an adult prison and you can't have minors in there. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> you know the thing I love most, Al? When he got to the, the other side, when he was through, Mm-hmm. When they'd sprung him, is what I believe they say in the industry. Nice. Uh, there was a change of clothes waiting for him. Now, that's my kind of escape. <laughs> a brand new outfit. Adidas tracksuit. Yeah. I like Straight the idea that tracking. they thought, oh, no-one will ever recognise him Low if key. you've got a new Low- T-shirt on. Low-key sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> Pastel shades. No glitter. No shinies on this one. <laughs> no shinies. <laughs> I like there's a picture of him. He's like got ball, he's a ball bloke, like clean shaven. It said yeah. he's believed that he may now have a moustache. I thought, of course he's got a. <laughs> and I know exactly what. I'll draw it on. I'll draw it on. <laughs> then we'll find him. <laughs> Absolutely straightforward. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Frank, this El Chapo character. Yes. El Chapo. I mean, chap. what I love about him, and mm. I, I stress I am saying I love stuff about him in case he's listening. Yes. Mm-hmm. He uh, has been tweeting rather extraordinarily. Has he? Yes. He hasn't he's doing said, it via wow, his son. wow, I'm a father. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it via his son, uh, but he's sending out messages to people. He's making it very clear who he's going to get. Ooh. Which is a helpful guide for the uh, FBI, I would imagine. I bet he's built yeah. up. And so, um, Donald Trump, who recently criticised yeah. Mexico heavily, he's not happy. Let's edgy. put it this way: he's not happy with Donald. No. Oh dear. No. What about Richard Hammond? Can't we tip him off about that? <laughs> Remember, he <laughs> laid into. Oh, I'm going to get in touch with him. Yeah. Tweet, tweet him. I've got a few scores to settle. We can put that. Put a link on. I'm going to go more than tweet him. What if we tweeted him that link? He'd probably kill Richard. I don't think. Can I say if anyone's listening, please don't do that. That's not true. That could genuinely be dangerous thing to do. No, but I'm going to get in touch. What if he DM me? Oh, El Chapo. 
I, yeah, how are you doing? I do sort of wish that we'd known he'd been tipped off he's going to escape and we could have sent British prisoner Charles Bronson coming down the tunnel the other way on a small bike <laughs> that been and let him battle it, battle in the beginning. I could have got the best, best computer game ever. My money's on Charles. Yeah. yeah. Because got, he goes oh. for the butter. The full-on... Oh, yeah, of course he does, so, yeah. It, yeah. What, Do you before know a fight? He, he puts smears himself in butter, doesn't he, Fang? He did so that, he on, his, on his last... any grapplers. Yes. Yeah. No, that's what he did Very last time. Clever. He covered himself in butter so the guards couldn't get a proper grip on him. And he's, he's got... He's bald-headed and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Good a drug holding a big fish. Good thinking. <laughs> Um, it was an expensive escape, though, as yeah. Emily pointed out. It was fifty million in bribes, they reckon. Um, and some character said to the uh, papers, "You have to buy off the guards, and they know how rich he is. They will ask. They will. They will have asked for tens of millions of dollars." Yeah. I like the fact that how rich he is suddenly becomes a factor. Like it's a football transfer, and Man United are involved. <laughs> like, hang on, no, no, no. <laughs> it's during the transfer window. It goes up because they know it's Man United trying to buy. It's funny, isn't it? But doesn't he actually say, um, um, "Let me out, or I'll kill you"? Why, I would why does money come Wasn't into that what it? Roger Moore says. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, very. Um, um, I don't know. I, they said that, that that it would need almost a year to have dug the tunnel with yeah. mine, with days. miners working shifts yeah. through the night. I think it put a bit of extra time on it because they took a little side tunnel bit and they um, stole a load of jewellery from Hatton Garden. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It was the same one, so that helped <laughs> with the overheads. Can I be honest, they seem rubbish compared to this El Chapo. Yeah, they do now, I mean, it's fine, but it's... I don't know. I like my, I like my prison escapes a bit more lo-fi. <laughs> oh, no, I like I don't want one. a big team of miners and light, burglar <laughs> lights and... <laughs> Motorcycles. Now, do you remember that bloke in America who he collected all his dental floss yeah. mm. over years and lowered himself down and escaped from prison? That's I mean, so that's amazing. And also, you know, that sort of gungy stuff you get around the bottom of the bars in prison yeah. windows, he got all that off. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Um. I, I thought I could just read you one email about um, pens. It's almost closure, but there may be more. Well, We've had some complaints yeah, we did about have a complaint. the pen theme. We had a Someone said, I won't but... name them, but they said they're up for pedantic banter, but please, enough of the biro talk. Oh. Yeah. Well, no, not enough. I've got one more to give. Okay. Come on, um, one more. Give me one time. <laughs> pen that writes in space email. Sorry to bother you, but the actual problem with Sorry pencils... to bother you is... Go Good. on. You it's, like it's a good opener as a to, beginning, to a yeah. radio show. Sorry yeah. to bother you. <laughs> yes, we're trying to do a radio show. Yeah, here, sorry to bother you on that public forum where you asked me to <laughs> text or email. No, that's in. lovely. I like politeness no, in good. all its forms. Yeah, sorry to it. bother you, but the actual problem with pencils in space is that graphite dust doesn't fall to the ground but can short-circuit equipment. It's just that Russians didn't care. <laughs> that's good. Oh. Can that, don't tell me they didn't care about the cosmos. And after all those 70s school children bothered to learn the language. Well, it's no, so unfair. It is unfair. Pencils on a spaceship. That would have been a good sequel to Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> it would have. <laughs> good info. Um, it is good info, yeah. I think, uh, I think there's talk. We should perhaps go to Email Corner more often. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, should we do yeah that? we've been neglecting it just lately. But you know what? As it's been a while, just by way of wildness, let's do the jingle that actually failed, that was entered and failed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this one? <laughs> Oh, no. 
like it. Yeah, yeah. that's Matthew Mays. Frank, nice. what happens if you do an IEM whilst in the corner? Oh, goodness me. An IEM? Mm. Oh, you mean an, an idiotic yeah. eureka moment? Yeah. Some I, of our older readers will mm-hmm. remember these. It's when, yeah. Can I just explain yeah. what it is? Yeah. It's when you realise something like or a pun or whatever, a play on words, it takes you years or everyone else knows it and you don't. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and the example I always give, my own personal one, was that they used to have ex- uh, adverts for BT and the woman who did them, was played by Maureen Lipman, was called BT and it took me probably three years to where well, I suddenly went oh beat it's called BT because mm-hmm. and it's I said BT. it to a group of friends and they went that which was always what defines the idiotic eureka moment yeah yeah that moment so what was yours and not as uh, damascene as that no however uh, I was thinking about the Great Britain the other day do you know yes. <laughs> sometimes that happens to me yeah were you lying back at <laughs> the I time and I suddenly thought of that. <laughs> and i suddenly thought well it's funny we call it great britain and then i started thinking of little britain and i thought oh they've done a bit of a play on great britain there i thought little britain was just just a title for the show i didn't think it was a reference to the fact that as opposed to great britain it was little britain see what i mean yes Mm -hmm. i i mean that's never occurred to me i thought it was kind of like middle england little britain but um Mm. it might well be what do you think i think I think you're all right. I think okay. both of you are right. It's does it does it just mean post gastric band? Mm. I don't know. That was yeah. a fern Britain. A fern Britain <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe it is. If anyone knows for sure, please let. There must be Matt some. Matt Lucas, uh, for example, he might be listening. He might not know for sure. Okay. Um, it's so difficult. Lovely isn't man, it? though. Um, he is. This is Frank Skinner. Nice bit of mixing from Faith and the Moor straight into that. Yes, it was good. <laughs> I, I mean, some some would have fell down the stairs. Yeah. You know that's a DJ term? No. When the mix goes a bit wrong. Oh, is it? No, <laughs> right. Did not yeah. know that. Did not know that. Um, I, I would... Uh, I'd like to... Nina, can you get out? I'd like to read an email to you, since we're in the corner. Let's We've do got, it. Uh, Dear Frank, Alan, Emily, many years ago, I should say this is on parking from a couple of weeks ago when we were discussing parking in Great. Yes, that's when we weren't discussing pens. Yeah. yeah. We were discussing parking. We were parking in forensic detail. Um, Dear Frank, Alan, Emily, many years ago a friend of mine drove down to Wembley to see you two with me and he decided to park on the massive car park surrounding the stadium. But to my amazement, he managed to park his car closer than anyone else to the Twin Towers that was possible which still amazes me now how close we were to the entrance and it was part reverse for easy exit after oh. the concert. Oh, oh, nice feeling. Wow. I bet he sat watching the con- or stood thinking, oh, we're pointing in yeah. the right way. Yeah, except I've done all the hard work. One problem was that we were so close to the stadium that getting away afterwards was, shall we say, a little time-consuming and oh. I now realise why we got that space so close. That is one of my pet hits, is driving through crowds of pedestrians oh, i really oh i don't that. mind that out of my way that. losers i hate that <laughs> also i sorry carry on no i just think as long as i'm protected in the car i don't mind <laughs> 
Yeah, but you know, you know when all those girl fans are rubbing, putting their faces against the window, and you're just oh, my boyfriend doesn't get that kind of attention. <laughs> normally, normally seventy-year-olds. I still get that a lot. Do you? Well, no, no, you don't. <laughs> I asked. I once you get interviewed. A if you're lucky. I interviewed David Essex, and I said, you know, when you're in a car, like, and there's all those women pressing their face against the window and go, David, David, what facial expression do you adopt? <laughs> And he, uh, he he answered it very seriously yeah. and said, "Oh, I think I went sort of like this," and gave me a couple of examples. <laughs> it's very good. Different. People wouldn't do that with my car. We park under a tree. There's often anyway. Well, no, you get sap if you park under a tree. Oh, sap and, on the windscreen and, and birds problems. Anyway, uh, I um, I would say, having parked at Wembley myself many times. There is a bit of a thing at Wembley, is that when you're um, driving in there, the stewards, because you're paying to park. Yeah. So uh-huh. the stewards are very, very helpful, and when you come out, they've all gone home. Uh, so you're left. They've had the money. Yeah. Yeah. Ages. Sound get you, innit? I remember once at West Brom, I think it was, it was a big game for us. It was about, I suppose, about thirty or 40,000 maybe on the... And I thought, I'll wait. Mm. I, and I'll, I'll, I won't go out. I'll just let let the crowd die down. And I was, I saw so sitting on the wall, and this copper, like a senior copper. Remember, they used to have like a little bat on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I do. And he said to me, um, "What's the trouble, son?" And I said, um, "I just thought I'd wait till the crowd cleared a bit before I left." And I remember, he went, "Wise boy." <laughs> <laughs> And I felt slightly ashamed, oh. you know, a bit too grown up and yeah. sensible. Yeah. Oh, do they still have the baton? Have I made, have I invented that? The police. No, that sounds no, familiar. To me. I don't mean like a riot baton. I mean like a military no, sergeant major under the arm. No, but I've seen photographs arm. in the How We Used to Live books. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Well, with me. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, we haven't discussed this morning the drunk squirrel. We have not. This is one of my favourite stories this week. He broke. Is it up there with El Chapo? It's up well, there. Well, or should I say down there with El Chapo? Similarly <laughs> strung out. Yeah. It's, he it's a different level of crime, though. I think, <laughs> <to be laughs> he broke fair. into a private members' bar. When Legend. I say private members' bar, it's not one I frequent. It's called the Honeybourne Railway Club. Mm, okay. And uh, he went on a wild rampage. Mm-hmm. A squirrel. Yeah, he went on a spree. Yeah. He knocked over glasses, didn't he, Al? Yeah. Staggering around. Tossed beer mats, money and straws on the floor. He tossed beer mats? <laughs> a squirrel? Turned on the Caffrey's beer tap, and mm. the owner thinks he drunk it. He's Can I just say he's my spirit animal already? <laughs> yeah. Squirrel. Um, you sa- you're sounding dubious. Do you think the owner's made it up? <sighs> I can oh. see from that look in your eye, Frank. I can imagine I, a, well. I can imagine a squirrel getting in somewhere and knocking stuff over and, and yeah. things like that. But and knocking the taps on, but drinking the beer. You can't imagine a squirrel drinking beer with no. those whiskers. They're, <laughs> they're perfect for beer drinking. Like the, yeah. he's probably a member of Camera. This squirrel, mind you, there used to be a um, a, a brewery called Mitchells and Butlers in the West Midlands, and it might still exist. And I think the squirrel was their symbol. Maybe they are yeah. associated with drunkenness Maybe. in folklore. <laughs> I and worry- it was bad luck to kill one, I think my dad told me. <laughs> <laughs> and he yeah. killed animals of all kinds with his bare hands. I was going to say in a rare moment of compassion. <laughs> yeah, I think now, but bad luck, it was based on superstition, <laughs> not caring. I think it's bad luck to kill a... 
No, it sounds to me like the blokes. You know when you, you know when you have to rescue your own anecdote. You know when you're telling an anecdote, oh, yeah. and you think this, they'll really laugh at this because the squirrel got in, and people aren't laughing, and you have yeah. to start, you have to start like <laughs> adding some untrue layers. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then it, it dropped. Then not at that, but it dropped. When I got it, it was absolutely drunk, which oh. is you know in a panic. He said that. He, sta- it, he said he staggered out a box of crisps. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but... that's where you can immediately detect a lie, because surely Lie. a squirrel would be going for the nuts. And, exactly. And all the bar yeah. snacks. Yeah. It would have revealed... Ah, it would so have right. completely revealed the bikini girl by the time uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got in. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I love Frank's idea of pubs. Uh, it's just any, I, haven't been, I haven't been in a pub since, you know, I, I stopped drinking a long time ago. Any young people listening, I know it's unlikely, but there could be. Uh-huh. Um, they used yeah. to have these cardboard... Yeah, um, thi- nuts. Yeah, and it used to be a picture of a lady in a bikini, and it was covered in packets of knots. The idea was men would be so desperate to see a woman <laughs> in a bikini, they'd buy more knots than not. It was a bit like catchphrase, you know, when you release the... Yeah. When you open the square on the... Thi- on the uh, yeah. On the big clue, mm-hmm. and uh, there'd be a lovely fresh. And all they were, they were, I tell you what, I liked. I'm not happy with a bikini in those days. Yeah, yeah. and I tell you what, I liked about those bikini girls. There's none of this pouty stuff. There's a nice yeah. broad smile. They're like <laughs> having a night. They looked healthy. Happy to be there. Yeah, nice broad smile. Yeah, they did. They looked generally happy to be under the knots. I wonder if uh... <laughs> you're just you're extraordinary. Anyway, well, it's a simpler time. You used to be able to get bottles of lager. Do you remember cans of lager with with bikini girls on as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember Lovely. Simpler times. My worry about the squirrel is, if it's true, and and indeed I think you might be right, I suspect there might have been some embellishment. But I'm I'm saying the drinking thing. I think you could And I think it's wrong. I think the turning the beer tap on is an exaggeration. No, I think that could happen, but (laughs) drinking the beer... (laughs) You know, you if find, you consider the, you find it more plausible that he got his little claw out. No, but he could have ran. He could have scampered across because those are the ones you just step down <laughs> those beer taps. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. He could have scampered across, but he wouldn't have thought. Oh, he just wouldn't have drunk it. I don't he wouldn't. Think. He just wouldn't. Like you know him. Not you know his character. Like I know. Look, I grew up. <laughs> he just wouldn't. He's not that kind of guy. To me, the, the squirrels in this country have got a, a long tradition uh, as part of the road safety. They have uh, campaign oh, with yeah. Tofty. Tofty. Oh, yeah. Tofty Fluffy Tail. Yeah. And, and then to associate him with alcohol is just wrong. It's funny you should say that, because I was driving recently and I saw a squirrel try to cross the road. It <laughs> ran into the road, saw an HGV, and literally did one of those very human-like... <sighs> and ran back to the car. Really? That's, right. that's my spirit, Did it have a blue jacket? I half expected it to check a wristwatch as if it was <laughs> in a hurry to get somewhere. <laughs> it was tofty. It was amazing. Do you think, um, my worry about the squirrel is, is he the kind of, if he was a human being, he'd be a pub bore, wouldn't he? That's oh, yeah. all I'm going to say. He'd say, it'd be rude not to. <laughs> <laughs> was it, uh, grey or red? What, the Tufty? No, grey or red is the new uh, Anton Deck Saturday night. <laughs> 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 they swing a squirrel in a bag for a minute, and during the swinging, you have to shout whether it's grey or red. And they tip it, if you get it right, a million quid. <laughs> You heard it here first. Okay, I mean, they're only at pilot stage, but who knows? <laughs> so, listen, um, thank you so much for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out! The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.